This is Basketball More Than a Game with coaches going say quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Brought to you by United States Basketball Association, the leader in youth basketball. USBAHoops.com. Now get ready to chop it up with Coaches Goins and Quick. All right, it is Monday night, and we are so excited to be back with you once again. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. We've got a full slate. It's Monday night football kicking off, and it is just an absolutely great time of year. Coach Quick, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's good with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited about the show tonight, and I'm also excited about the first Monday night football game of the year between the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. And after this short break, Coach G and I are going to come right back, and we're going to be chopping it up. segment is brought to you by the United States Basketball Association. So visit their website at usbahoops.com, the leader in youth basketball tournaments and camps registered today. All right, Coach Quick, man, I know that you've been hard at it, and you did, you've been scouting uh, the Denver Broncos to give us an update. I've done uh, the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you kick it off with these uh, Broncos, and let's start chopping this thing up. Yes, sir. You know what, Coach G, man, I'm glad you chose us to break these two teams down this week because, man, let me tell you, Russell Wilson, a 33-year-old quarterback who was traded from the Seattle Seahawks, is headed to the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos organization and John Elway are hoping that they can have lightning strike in a bottle twice. They traded for Peyton Manning a few years back, and and the end result was a Super Bowl win over the Carolina Panthers. Now they traded for Russell Wilson because they absolutely still believe in his abilities. I know the Seattle Seahawks, they felt like, you know, hey, Russell's time was over, but they had to realize this. Their offensive line hasn't been that great all for the past several years in Seattle, and last year it cost Russell some time. It broke his thumb, had a thumb injury. Now, on to the Denver Broncos. Last year, we they ran the ball. We know what Denver wants to do. They want to run the ball. They want to have stellar defense, as they did during the Terrell Davis days and the John Hillway days. Mm. They ran the ball, but the one thing they were able to do in, in when running the ball, they had a quarterback that could open it up and spread it out to his tight end, say a Shannon Sharp. They could do that or, or spread it to the wide receivers, you know, and John Elway did exactly that when he had McCaffrey and Rod Smith. He did those things. Now, the the Broncos organization feel like their, their zone blocking scheme is perfect for their running game. Last year, they had two running backs. The workhorse, Javante Williams, who is also a Tar Heel, ladies and gentlemen, and Melvin Gordon III. They nearly reached 1,000 yards a piece through this zone blocking scheme. They have some untapped potential in receivers. They got a a wide receiver core coming back with a speedster and KJ Hamler also coming back from major injury. Rookie fifth round pick Montreal uh, Washington, Tyree Cleveland, Jalen Virgil, Cortland Sutton, who who had some potential. He has he has to be the most experienced receiver that they have, but he's coming off major injury in 2020. So there's some work to do to get back to being that productive wide receiver. Also, you have Jerry Judy, who is a first round draft choice with incredible route running. 
now they have a quarterback that they feel that can open up their running game with these guys, with these receivers. Russell Wilson should be able to get the most out of Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, these receivers, and the tight end core. So I expect the Denver Broncos to be an outstanding football team this year. They're going to come at Seattle tonight. Emotions are going to be high with Russell Wilson returning. So I fully expect a great game tonight. You know, so I'm gonna kick it over to you, Coach G, um, to to give us um, some take on the Seattle Seahawks. Well, you know what? I appreciate uh, you running that down on the Broncos, but yeah, you know, you're exactly right. First time being back um, after ten years. Well, excuse me, I, I said that wrong. But being the non-starting quarterback uh, for your team is gonna be tough. You know, being there ten years, winning the Super Bowl, uh, but like you said, last couple years he was running for his life because what can you do? without an offensive line. Those of you Absolutely. that follow football know that you cannot do anything without an offensive line. Quarterback can't stand up upright if he's running for his life, throwing up, uh, throwing throwing the ball wildly. But here's the thing that I really like, Coach Quick, is that uh, the comments that uh, from the defensive side of the ball, Tyler Lockett has said he's already admitted no matter what's going on, the first thing he's going to do is go up and hug his old quarterback. So hats off for him. Uh, Pete Carroll has came out, and I thought he kind of made a comment uh, in reference to we have to take care of the ball. Uh, okay, you know what? I don't care if your uh, quarterback is Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. You got to take care of the football no matter who it is. Yeah, we got uh, Geno Smith. At, uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback for Seattle, but that's okay because it's all going to be about uh, their running game because just like you said, Coach, Seattle is, is heavy, heavy. Uh, on the run game. Rashad Penny had a very, very solid year last year. His last four games, he put up 135 yards. So, that you know, that's pretty good. But here's the call out. And I may be letting the cat out of the bag with this, but Seattle has three new pieces on their offensive line. And here's the three new pieces. They are in the center of the offensive line. So their center is a rookie, and they're both of their guards are rookies. So right in the middle, right in the teeth of that offensive line, they're very, very green up front. But here's a little breakdown. Offensively, they did quite well last year. But when I say quite well, I mean, they were about middle of the pack. Rushing, they finished with the uh, in the 11th spot in the league. They were 23rd and 3rd down conversions. Uh, points per game, they were ranked 16th. And passing yards, they were 23rd. Now, in that, people said, that's why Russell Wilson need to go. Well, you got to realize when you're running for your life, you can't pass. Coach Quick, what, going into tonight's game, what do you think What do you think is on Russell Wilson's mind? Well, you know what, Coach? Let's go and listen to see what Russell Wilson has to say about it. I think, first of all, um, you know, my experience in Seattle was uh, one of a kind. You know, 10, 10 years, I, I couldn't imagine those you know, those years not being in my life and how special they were and how many games we won and how many amazing thrillers and just the uh, you know, Super Bowl we won and everything else. So uh, I'm going to think about all those memories and everything else and the joy of that and the gratitude of that. And then also um, we got a football game to play, so I'm excited to just get out there and play again. I, you know, I love this game. Um, you know, I'm passionate about it and i uh, got some, a lot of great teammates. There's a lot of guys I'm super close with on the other side. So, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard it from Russell Wilson talking about the relationships that he's built with some of those other guys in the locker room over there for Seattle and how close they are. But at the end of the day, their competitive nature is going to kick in. And just as he said, it's going to be a great battle tonight. So get ready. Make sure those cleats are laced up tight. Well, you know what, Coach, man, here's my take, man. You know, just Russell Wilson, stand-up guy. Of course, uh, his grandfather was uh, 
instrumental and was the chancellor at Norfolk State University. So he's a local product, uh, a VA product. But here's the thing, uh, listening to Russell and knowing what they're going to be able to do, even though I did the scouting report for Seattle, I am definitely going to have to go with the Denver Broncos. Who do you got in the first Monday night game? I got Denver winning 34 to 17. Oh, so you okay. So you don't put a score to it. So you said 34-17. So I'll say uh Denver win 28 to 17. So folks, you just heard Coach Quick and I give a predi- uh, prediction on uh the Monday night game. And of course, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman uh is gonna be on the call. So we just anticipate that. So that's something that we're gonna be doing every Monday night, taking that Monday night game, breaking it down, bringing it to you, giving you some in- inside uh perspectives before kickoff. So here's the thing, Coach. You know, I, I kind of want to turn our attention to as we uh, start to wind down this uh, set the table segment, and, and and I know I know it was Thursday night and it's Monday night, but that's okay. Are the Bills for real, or did uh, the LA come out and lay a duck? Or what's your take? Well, Coach C, I'm gonna tell you this: I absolutely believe that the Buffalo Bills are absolutely for real, and they are the prime of the AFC. I really feel like that they're going they're going to the Super Bowl this year. They came awful close last year. Last couple of years, they've been close. I just think Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, headed by Sean McDermott and, that, and Leslie Frazier, their defensive coordinator, I really feel that they're going to the Super Bowl this year. The Rams, I mean, yeah, it, it, to me, they were one-dimensional the other night. They looked for one guy. With Odell Beckham Jr. being out, they're looking to Cooper Cup to carry the offense. They got to find other guys and find other ways to beat teams this year. I, I still think the Rams are going to be a contender, but I just believe that Josh Allen and the Bills are that for real. They turned the ball over four times, and they still blew the reigning Super Bowl champions out the water. You know, and, and that's the thing. And, and it was it. Is it coming off of the Super Bowl? Is it I won the Super Bowl, so I'm not going to go as hard? I'm not prepared? Uh, it's just like, you know what? I was really disappointed. I really was. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, because uh, – and, and not taking anything away from the Bills and not saying that the Bills aren't ready uh, because I know you've done your homework as always, but I just thought the – you know, they just looked a little a little flat, and I think it might be too much uh, drinking your own Kool-Aid little – Little maybe uh, too much celebration from the Super Bowl, not putting the time in, not putting the work in, or whatever it may be, but just really trying to figure out what is causing these guys not to be dialed in, not to be tuned up, and not to be where they need to be. But however, it is week one. You don't make it to the Super Bowl because you won a game and you lost a game week one because here's the thing. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Wow, man. Uh, I, I guess I just said a mouthful. So make sure that you're ready for this Monday night matchup. Again, Coach Quick has broke down the Broncos. I did the uh, Seattle Seahawks, but we're, and we're going to step away and hear from our sponsors. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704 
646-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association Future of the Game Annual Fall Showcase, the number one fall tournament for youth basketball. Over 100 teams are expected to participate October the 28th through the 30th, Marietta, Georgia. Multiple court facilities. Players' write-ups will be provided by On The Radar Hoops. All teams are welcome to participate. Travel teams, school teams, rec teams. Boys teams, second through the ninth grade. Girls teams, fourth through the ninth grade. MVP awards for each division. Register online at turnamachine.com forward slash E. 112102 or call USBA at 678-822-1235 for more information. Play to defeat ALS, USBA Capel Basketball Camp in Fayetteville, North Carolina, September the 17th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the campus of Fayetteville State University. Open to all boys and girls, grades 3rd through the 12th. All proceeds go to the Jeff Capel ALS Research Fund at Duke University. Register today at usbahoops.com. Click on camps or call 704-649-6812. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Coach Goins and Coach Quick, and we are back in. And as we move into the game plan, and this is our segment that is brought to you by Chris Montgomery, of Alcoba Mortgage. When it's time to get in the game, call Chris Montgomery at 540-290-0558 and tell him that Coach Goins and Coach Quick sent you to see him. So listen, Coach, man, it's been a fantastic week. Actually, it has been a almost an end of an era week in the WNBA. So let's talk about that. And I'm going to kick it to you. Yeah, Coach G, i just like to say hats off to Sue Bird of the Seattle Storm, who officially um, called it a career after a 20-year career with the Seattle Storm on this week. Um, hats off to one of the greatest um, WNBA players of all time, 41-year-old Miss Sue Bird. And I would like to say that she's just been a, a point guard, point guard of all point guards. Well, you know what? What? what do we, first of all, when you play at a level like that and for 20-plus for years, the grind, playing and you came out of a great friend. I mean, she's a winner. I mean, what, yes, sir. what, what can you say when you play where you play and you went to the you know, university when you went to UConn and now you go and you have a stellar career, you win champion, was it four WNBA championships uh, and how many gold medals? 
Um, the gold medals that she won, I, I believe it was four gold medals. See, I mean, that's just it's just like off the charts. I mean, you, you sit in, you say that she hadn't had a great career and then go to Seattle in that market uh, and in that league with a WNBA in the, in the last few years has really, really picked up momentum and it's, it's a great body of work. But what a great ambassador. And just, you know, you, you recognizing, and I know uh, you've got some more information on her, but I appreciate you taking time out and, and making sure that we touch on her career. So with that, uh, let's dig a little deeper in that career. So what else you got for us? Yeah, first and foremost, correction on the gold medals. She won five Olympic gold medals. She won three. Um, she was the only WNBA player to win titles in three different decades with the Seattle Storm. She also held a front office position for the NBA's Denver Nuggets as the basketball operations associate. She also played for three teams in Russia. She holds both U.S. and Israeli citizenship. Played her college basketball, of course, for the great Gino Oriyama and the, and the Connecticut Huskies. I mean, just an outstanding, outstanding body of work for Sue Bird. She was USA Basketball Female Athlete of the Year in 2021. As you said, four-time NBA champion, 2004, 2010, 2018, and 2020. 13-time WNBA All-Star. Five-time All-WNBA First Team. Three-time WNBA assist leader. WNBA 10th anniversary teams, 15th and 20th and 25th. Just an outstanding body of work for the great Sue Bird. As I said, I, as I said, she was the point guard of all point guards. What a stellar career. And I had soft tour. Congratulations on her retirement. And I bid her Godspeed in all of future endeavors. I personally think she'll be a great coach. Don't know if that's what she has in mind, but I think she'll be a great, great basketball coach. Well, you know what? That's just, you, you think about that. I mean, you, you play at a high level for so long. Uh, and the physical demands and, of course, you know, what she did regular season, what she did when the season was over, uh, going overseas and play, and then to, to represent the United States uh, and knock down uh, five gold medals. So here's my prediction, Coach, and I'm going to go ahead and make this prediction. It's Monday night, Monday night football. Yeah, we're talking WNBA, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Is she Geno's replacement at UConn when he steps away? You know what, Coach G? I'm going to say yes. I think she is the absolutely best candidate to replace Coach Oriyama at, at UConn. I think she'll be a perfect fit, and I believe I actually believe he'll bring her back and put her on his staff so she can get the experience that she needs. You know, why not? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm, we're, we're checking everybody today, so you heard it right again, right here from the GQ Coaches Show, The Real Talk in Sports, and that's what we talk about, The Real Talk. Somebody better make sure that you go after this outstanding player, former player, body work, her experience, her knowledge, the love of the game, the passion, what she brings. So, you know what? Congratulations, Sue Bird. Coaches G and Q, we salute you for your body of work. We thank you for what you've done for the uh, game of women's basketball, but most importantly, what you've done for the game of basketball. All right, Coach, so what we're going to do, man, I know. I know, you, I know you've been doing your, your work. You've been in the laboratory, and I know there's some guys coming to Chapel Hill and as well as the boys in the Medical City in Durham. So give us a preview of what you got brewing on the college basketball scene. Well, you know what, Coach C, um, this week there was some news that come out 
the rich just continue to get richer in Durham. Um, Jonathan Shire and the Duke Blue Devils basketball program, they're still riding high. They have the, at this point in time, they still, they have the number one recruiting class for the class of 23. Just this week, they landed power forward TJ Power, um, who was down to um, the University of North Carolina, UVA, Iowa, Duke, and Boston College. He decided to play his college basketball in the ACC and in the medical city with the Duke Blue Devils. Duke has his own version of the Fab Five coming in as five freshmen. As for mentioned, TJ Power is coming in, Jared McLean, Mackenzie McBacco. Um, Caleb Foster, and as well as Sean Stewart. That that five-member class right now has Duke currently ranked number one in the class of 2023. As well, the rich continue to get richer in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, a few few miles down the road. The Hubert Davis and the Tar Heels landed their first commitment of the 2024 class and a local native in Pittsburgh, from Pittsburgh, Mr. Drake Powell of Northwood High School. You know what, Coach G, whenever he committed to the Tar Heels this week, that brought me back to some fond memories of us. You know, we donned the sidelines together with Coach Carl Salmon as we met up with the Northwood Chargers and Coach Jim Pappas. Those days brought back memories to me as we played them in um, basketball and football. What's your take on that? Well, you know what? When you're hanging out in Pittsburgh, you ain't too far from Chapel Hill. A uh, great friend of mine that went on to play at Pittsburgh went on down and played at uh, Pembroke State University. Abdul Gafar uh, was from Pittsburgh, and he he started at Pembroke State University. But people don't realize Pittsburgh and Chapel Hill are not that far apart. So if you can play, and the guys in uh, the metal and the guys in Chapel Thrill, as Coach Q always calls it, when they do their homework and you're that close. They should be in there. They should be recruiting. And I, and I applaud those guys. I mean, think about it. A lot of times, you know, you get out and the guy can be in your back door and he, he never gets a look. Why not? I mean, think about it. I mean, you look at talent. Talent is playing. And it's a great conference. So I know his body of work. And, 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 again, the history of Pittsburgh basketball is there. You've got guys that has played at the next level. So hats off. Uh, to Hubert Davis, and congratulations to the Duke Blue Devils and John Shane. Again, what do you have to do? You got to take all that talent, you got to mold it, you got to put it together, and you then guess what? Then you got to be able to put that product out on the floor. And why I got it, Coach? Here's why I want to go with this: as you get these guys in at Duke, and I, and again, I'm not knocking these one these one and done guys, but it's very tough for these guys to be able to turn the page in anything that they try to do with their programs. Because now you're, you're spending so much time to take a high school player and, number one, teaching the you know, team concept at that level, two, playing team defense, and, number three, to get everybody to jail because everybody that comes in, was they were the big fish in the small pond. Now everybody's big fish is going to be in the ocean, so it's, it's going to be a look. So what do you think? What, what's your take on that? Coach, you're absolutely correct. And, you know, in order – in order to put a good product on the floor, it starts with chemistry and camaraderie. You have to build that not just during the season. That starts in the offseason. You want your kids hanging out together, doing things productive, doing things together in the class. Even if it means getting in study groups and study hall, you want your team bonding and developing chemistry and com and camaraderie. And that's what you have to have in order to have a successful program. And the one thing that the North Carolina program has always said since Roy Williams was there is this. You want to win your home state. If you can't win your home state 
recruiting-wise, then you're in trouble. So we want to get the best kids out of the state of North Carolina. And I say we because the Tar Heels are near and dear to my heart. So, you know, it starts there. And you have to have those building blocks. And, of course, Drake Powell, he's also he's, he's a family member of Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis and Drake Powell's mother are first cousins. She played at North Carolina back in the day on the basketball team. And his dad was also an outstanding baseball player at, at North Carolina for Coach Mike Fox. So I tell you what, man, hey, Duke and Carolina keep rolling. Their, their legendary coaches decided to call it careers. But guess what? This thing is still going to be the greatest rivalry in all the sports. John Shire and Hubert Davis are two terrific coaches. Shire is a little bit younger. Hubert Davis is about 51. But those guys are going to go at it on the recruiting trail and on the basketball court. They met in the Final Four last year for the first time. Of course, those heels came out on top. So let's get ready to rock and roll because, hey, that rivalry ain't going nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's on. So let's 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 make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. You know what, Coach, man, as we chop it up, man, and as I sit here and just reviewing my notes, I see that the entire, watch this, the entire Duke staff was out in the, uh, the five-star prep in California. So, when you load up, man, and and all of your coaches are at uh, one prep um, a tournament in California, you know you said it. You know the the tradition will continue, and the and the tradition will rock and roll. So we just hope, and again, just a little preview as college basketball teams start working and start churning, and you always gonna hear from us. We're gonna be we're gonna be plugged in. We're gonna be dialed in. We're going to have some special guests in from the world of college basketball as we get closer to tip-off. Now, Coach, let's go ahead and transition over to the NBA because I know there's some new stuff brewing uh, coming around the corner, so let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say congratulations to the um, 2022 Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame class, um, headed by Manu Ginobili, four-time NBA champ, Tim Hardaway, five-time um, All-Star, George Carl, NBA six, winning as head coach, Swin Cash, who's a two-time Olympic gold medalist, WNBA champion, Bob Huggins, NCAA National Coach of the Year, Lindsey Whalen, um, Hugh Evans, um, Marianne Staley, Lou Hudson, Larry Costello, Dale Harris, Teresa Shankgrant and Rodvaj Karak. The congratulations to the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame inductees for the 2022 class. And uh, you know they they were inducted on Saturday night. You know, so hats off to those those guys and gals that have made it to to the um, Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame. Now then, the NBA um, has decided that they could implement a tournament in the middle of the regular season as soon as 2023. Eight teams would advance to the tournament playoff in December, while the other 22 teams would continue their regular season games. And also, the NBA has informed teams that the 2023-24 salary cap is currently projected to be $134 million, $10.4 million higher than this season, with $162 million tax level per sources. Both are $1 million higher than the previous projections. So what's your take on the tournament, the midseason tournament, or during the season tournament, and then your take on the salary cap? Well, you know what? I don't know, man, that would – so you're going to carve it out. Guys are going to be rocking and rolling. And I guess it's something to strive for. Uh, but I guess is it going to come in? Um, you know, how are you going to do the all? Because the All-Star game has always been the break. So basically during the season, and not to say the All-Stars go, uh, All-Star game is going away. So don't want people to say that, you know, you heard it here. No, we're not saying that. But in that, when you take the All-Star break, how's that going to line up with the tournament? 
And then as the other other teams are playing, does you know what does that do for your record? Or I guess your record to still count uh, based upon the amount of tournaments or games that's going to be played in the tournament. But however the league wants to shake it up, you know what? Sometimes it's good for a shakeup. When I mean a shakeup, you know, add some new things, throw a wrinkle in here. Versus it just the season. Uh, you go through the season, and all of a sudden there's a break, and the break is the All Star game. Guys don't want to participate in the All-Star game or guys don't want to participate in the contest. So hats off to the NBA for thinking outside the box uh, and keeping it fresh and to be able to give that new perspective. So, you know what? And the same thing with the money. You know what? Bottom line to it is this, Coach. You know what? Why do they play the game? People say they get paid too much money. You know what? Stop it. I'm just going to tell people just to stop. And the reason why I say that, if you went to work, Tomorrow, I went to work and I sat down and my boss pushed the contract across the table and, and and offered me millions of dollars to do what I do. Guess what? I'm signing the deal. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm going to make sure my pen is fresh and I'm going to make sure my pen's got a lot of ink in it because it's just a window of time. And people say, well, they make too much money. Well, you know what? Who doesn't? And you know what? I, I, I'm not going to hate on the craft coach. So if they were paying, if ESPN, uh, for the GQ coaching show, wanting to sit down and pay us $3 million a year to do the show, would you have problems signing the contract, Coach? Not at all. I, hey, I ask him, hey, how, how soon you want the ink to dry? You know what, Coach? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same thing, man. I'm going to let that ink dry, and then I'm going to hurry up and run it down to my boss's office and say, man, here you go. All right, Coach, what you got? You know what, Coach? I just wanted to mention, too, Walt Clyde Fraser is being inducted into the Hall of Fame as a broadcaster as the winner of the Kurt Gowdy Award. So he's in the Hall of Fame as a player, and now he's going in as a broadcaster and winning the Kurt Gowdy Award. As we close out our game plan segment, I'd just like to thank Chris Montgomery of Alcova Mortgage. And for your mortgage needs, ladies and gentlemen, you can contact him at 540-290-0558. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at habithouseva.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. 
with several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. Are you behind with your spring cleaning? Allow True Sparker Cleaners to clean your worries away. A veteran-owned business who serves Fayetteville and surrounding areas, call Ashley at Sparker Cleaners today for your free estimate. 910-781-8488 and we will clean your worries away. All right, this is Coach Goins and Coach Quick, and we are back in as we move into our timeout segment, which is brought to you by the Havoc House of Waynesboro, Virginia. So make sure you make your appointment today at 540-447-1362 and come and swing it. So when you show up, you let them know that you heard about the Havoc House on the GQ Coaches Show, The Real Talk in Sports. So listen, we're going to shift gears hard, and we're going to get into this whole college football scene. Coach Quick is always in the laboratory. Folks, I wish you'd see him. He's got his light on. He's got a mining, mining hat on. No, I'm just teasing. But Coach Quick is on the grind. He's doing his homework. So, Coach, man, this is week three, man. So what's popping? Well, you know what, Coach G, man, week three is going to be stellar. I'd like to start out by just running down the top five. Please, We please. got the number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, number two, the Georgia Bulldogs, number three, the Ohio State Buckeyes, number four, the Michigan Wolverines, and number five, those Tigers from Clemson University. This week is going to be a stellar week with uh, the headlining um, ball game between the number 15 Miami Hurricanes versus the number six Texas A&M Aggies. Texas A&M is absolutely one of the best teams in the country. They're coming from the best conference in football, in my opinion, in the SEC. And Miami, they're they're on the up-up now. Um, As they brought home Mario Cristobal, who is a Miami native, he come over from the Oregon Ducks um, to come home and lead the Hurricanes back back to the prominence. And I think he's going to do an outstanding job there. We also got number 10 USC at Fresno State this week. We got Alabama at Louisiana Monroe. North Carolina State's going to be playing Texas Tech. Utah versus San Diego State. Notre Dame is going to be out playing California this week. And we got BYU versus Oregon. Ohio State versus Toledo. Number 12, Florida versus South Florida. Number 14, Team Michigan State versus the Washington Huskies. Just to touch on a few games that's coming up this week. Uh, so it should be a stellar weekend in college football. What's your take, Coach G? Well, you know what? I, and I get it, but I got to get him a soapbox if you don't mind. I'm about, yes, sir. I'm about tired of these gate games with these big-time schools playing these little schools. I really am. Yes, sir. Uh, so somebody's got to do something about that NCAA, and I get it. I get these schools scheduled like Alabama because they're for the gate and they're going to pay. But when you get these kids hurt or something, you know, something happens, and and I'm talking injuries. And so let me let me grind my axe real quick here, Coach. Uh, your body work course and appreciate that rundown. But my thing is when Alabama is scheduling uh, the Rudy Pooh, and that's and I, you know wrong choice of words there, so I'll self correct. When they're playing the teams that they shouldn't play, these kids are getting out and doing their body work. But however. When you don't give them them opportunity to tune up and play teams, you know, it, you, you get up and you, you go out and, and you're running thoroughbreds and you got donkeys, uh, it's, it's pretty hard to, to – to, how do you focus that week knowing you're playing Alabama? 
And then guess what? You get geared up to do that. Now you got to play the rest of your season. I need to keep the apples in the apples. I need to keep the oranges in the oranges. If you want to do that kind of stuff, I, I get maybe like a preseason. But once the season starts and the game's going, somebody says, well, I want to play better competition. Well, you ain't going to see Alabama. <laughs> you ain't going to you go, you go play Alabama uh, uh, week three. So who's the closest team in your conference that looks like Alabama? Uh, nobody. Uh, who's the closest team that in 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 a three state uh, radius that looks like Alabama? Maybe Georgia, but other than that, you you get my point, Coach. My thing is yes, they and I get the I get the gate, but the whole thing is this: NCAA give these schools some more money for their budget, so you don't have to get out here and have to play these guys uh, and mess around, and get injured, and that's what's. And I, again, you know what? I'm not trying to to sit here and be a naysaying and not saying these small schools shouldn't be again be given opportunity to play. Uh, the Alabamas of the world, but you know, it, it's a controlled scrimmage. So call it what it is. If you want to play them, play them, but you know, allow that team to get up to pick up a game other than the Alabama and, and don't have that, that coach take that L on their schedule, because you know what games are put on the schedule. Coaches get out here and play those schedules. So coach, I'm just, you know, just put more money in the, in the budget so they don't have to play the Alabamas and they can stay lined up and, and get that experience and play teams that, you know, they have a chance to win in, and not playing teams that, you know, you're just doing it uh, for the gate. But I do want to give a shout-out uh, to the FCA. I uh, had the opportunity uh, this past uh, Saturday uh, to do a chapel with my best friend, Victor Bullet and I uh, did a chapel uh, for Bucknell University. They were on the way down to play BMI. So we went out Saturday morning, and we spoke on, you know, being a champion. So it was great. We had about 40 kids, uh, 40 players, and the coaching staff was in. So it was great, great fellowship. And uh, it was just awesome to be around that environment. They go in and have breakfast. Of course, that bacon and eggs was smelling good, Coach. And in that, just being able to sit down and talk to the young guys about life and what it looks like off the uh, off the field, on the field. But they were on the way down to, again, VMI. Uh, and so we just wish them a great success uh, for their coming up season. So with that, Coach, as you ran down through, and, of course, Alabama's where they are, Georgia, we know what they're looking like. Who who's your dark horse in college football? Uh, my dark horse is got is the Texas A and M Aggies. Uh, they're they're outside the top five right now. They're ranked six. Of course, they play in my opinion um, in the toughest conference in America. You know, playing in the SEC. So you know they may have to see Alabama. They may have to see Georgia. They may have to see Florida. So you know, hey, um, I but I think they're the dark horse. And also, I wouldn't overlook. I wouldn't overlook the Michigan Wolverines at all. And you can't definitely cannot count out Debo Swinney and those Clemson Tigers. You know what, Coach Quick, you are always doubt dialed in and you know your game so in that appreciate that update as it relates to college football now we're going to turn our attention to major league baseball coach man i don't understand what's wrong with my yankees man we're coming out and, and i don't know if it's uh everybody's thinking uh, aaron judge is is going for the long ball to try to get this record and i know he's smacking the cover off of it but you know what in in the columns man we ain't putting up them we on the two game losing streak right now Wow, and that's the thing, because um, we were leading the division. I don't know if the Yankees are still there, but they got to do a much better job than that. You know, and having a two- and three-game slide could be could, could end up costing you the division crown, and you don't want that, because going into the playoffs, you want home, home field advantage. You know, and you're exactly right, but as we move into uh, uh, this week, and matter of fact, I'm pulling it up right now, Coach. So we can make sure that we are talking exactly where we're talking 
what we need to be doing. But I tell you what, you know what? Here's the big thing in Major League Baseball. There's going to be three changes as it relates yes, to, to, to the rules, right? And somebody said, yeah, they're going to turn around. They're going to say they're trying to enhance uh, the pace of the game. They're going to make the they're going to make the uh, bags larger, and also they're saying that they're going to limit teams in in time for shifting. So you're not just going to come up and just automatically put the shift on because, uh, you know, Coach Quick is a battle from way back. So you're going to do the right thing, and you're going to do what? And somebody says, what? Yeah, that's exactly right. So they're going to be putting those switches on and doing all that kind of stuff. But, no, when you look at the Yankees right now, Coach, this is where we're sitting, right? We're, 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 yes, eight, we're 83 and 56. And like I said, yes, we're, we're, we've lost the last two games. And guess what? The Devil Rays is putting heat on us because they won the last four. So we're only we're only they're only back three and a half games. Yes, right? sir. So that's in the AL that's in the AL East. The AL Central, Cleveland is rocking and rolling. They're uh, uh they've got uh, the White Sox, they're up a game and a half. So Cleveland's leading the AL Central. Then when you look at the West, the, the Houston Astros, I can't stand them. Now they're rocking and rolling. Their closest competition. Is Seattle and they're 12 games back. So, you know, I don't even want to talk about that. Now, let's go to the National League and we look at the Braves. The Braves, they're only a half a game up on the Mets. So, the Mets are playing outstanding and under direction of who? None other than who? Right? Buck Showalter always got his hand in the game. And you look at St. Louis. St. Louis is went. Matter of fact, Coach, I was in St. Louis this week. But in that, yes, St. Louis is, they're up and they're eight games above Milwaukee. And then the Dodgers, guess what? Their closest competition, San Diego Padres, who is 18 games back. Like, my God, they might as well just stop and let them, you know what, maybe they need to be playing in the tournament and let the rest of the guys rock and roll. So that's the kind of shakedown on the Major League Baseball and what that's looking like. So as that thing starts heating up, my Yankees better get their head out of the clouds and get rocking and rolling. So you know what, Coach? I'm going to go ahead and get ready to – you know, as the timeout segment starts winding down, we want to thank our very special guest, and that is our very special sponsors, and that's the Havoc House of Waynesboro, Virginia. And they are absolutely dynamic ladies that own and operate this business. So please stop by and let them know that you heard from Coach G and Coach Q from the GQ Coaches Show. And when you want to make an appointment, their number is 540-447-1362. That's the Havoc House in Waynesboro, Virginia. And when you come in, make sure you come in swinging. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. 
There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash cmontgomery. Are you behind with your spring cleaning? Allow True Sparker Cleaners to clean your worries away. A veteran-owned business who serves Fayetteville and surrounding areas, call Ashley at Sparker Cleaners today for your free estimate. 910-781-8488 and we will clean your worries away. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. All right, folks, we're back in, and as we move into our final segment on the day, which, as you all know, is Real Talk, which is brought to you by the United States Basketball Association. Visit their website at usbahoops.com, the leader in youth basketball tournaments and camps. Register today. Coach, I want to go here, man. I got my soapbox out, and I may go up two levels today, and that is the BYU investigation. What you got? Yes, sir. Coach, uh, my sources are telling us uh, that a BYU investigation into the accusation that a Duke women's volleyball player, Miss Rachel Richardson, was subjected to racial slurs during a match in Provo last month found no evidence. The school announced. But Duke Athletics and as well as Jay Billish, they tweeted out this week that they stand with and up for Miss Rachel Richardson. Ladies and gentlemen, I just like to say this. I don't believe for one second that Miss Rachel Richardson was making this story up about the racial slurs and racial remarks that she experienced during this game. I'm not saying that Brigham Young University did not do an investigation because I believe that they did, and I'm not surprised about it. But I just like to say this: there is no place, no place in college athletics, uh, pro athletics for any racial remarks or racial slurs towards anybody. No derogatory remarks, anything. There's no place in life for this. But as we can't we can't sit here and change change everybody. We can't change the world. Sometimes we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and take inventory of ourselves and just check ourselves at the front door. But I stand up and for Miss Rachel Richardson. And I think I speak for Coach G as well when we say that the GQ coaches show, we stand by her and we're standing up with her. You know what? It's exactly right, Coach. You know what? And, and I'm going to get on my soapbox and then we'll we'll hit this last uh, last subject. But then, you know, of course, I'm not surprised. You know, when somebody said, well, you mean, well investigation, investigation. Uh, and unfortunately, it happened. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, people have their opinions. Uh, you know, and we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, but as he said, there's no place, college athletes, NFL, any, any, you went all the way down to Pop Warner, the little kids. Uh, so in there, if you're playing a team and the team, your opponent and somebody in that, uh, on that opposing team is, uh, says something in the huddle or after the play, 
man, it, it, it's game over. It's got to stop. You got to draw a line in the sand. So in that, Coach, here's where I want to go with this whole thing with youth sports and the opportunity or the real opportunity for these coaches. You know what? I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of these coaches getting out of here, acting like they're acting, and youth sports and getting ejected. You know what? There, rules and regulations and all this stuff, and you find them, and you, okay, you know what? You eject him, he should be gone. And somebody says, well, what do you mean should be gone? Okay, you know what? He don't coach no more. How about that? How about that? Hey, I completely agree. You know what? How about that? Now, in that now, somebody says, you, you know what? In basketball, I never got a technical foul. In football, as a matter of fact, when we were playing uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, we talked about that earlier in the show, I got a 15-yard penalty. Uh, on the sideline, head coach came down. He said, are you good? I said, good. He said, all right. He said, don't get another one. He said, I'll be sitting on the back of the bus. And I said, all right, coach, I got it. But in that, I was talking to the official, right? He didn't like what I said. I thought a guy jumped off sides and he says enough. I said, well, you need to, you need me to make sure you're watching the game. So the flag came out, but these youth coaches getting in these altercations, think about this year. We, we, there's been a shooting, uh, and so, and one of the coaches have gotten killed. So you leagues and everybody that's establishing these leagues, you got to up the ante. When I mean up the ante is understand that, you know what? These daddies are coming out there coaching. 90%, probably over 90% uh, from our sources are telling us that coaches are parents. And these parents are jumping out here and, you know, they're not vetted. They don't know what to do. And then guess what? They get upset because you, you instead of worrying about the team, you're worrying about little, what little Johnny's doing. Your take, Coach. Hey, Coach, I completely agree with you. And I and I, I, just as you touched on the subject where the coach was killed, um, the coach was killed during a football game last month. Man, there's, there's just no place for this. Adults be adults. Let these kids be kids and embrace and enjoy life as they're participating in these youth sports. Uh, you see a lot of this AAU where where people are coming out the stands fighting, you know, and, and shooting and things to that nature. There's no place. There's no place in sports for that. Um, and we got to clean it up. If we don't clean it up, something something tragically is going to continue to happen. So this stuff has got to be cleaned up. Allow these kids to be kids and have fun and embrace the moment. Embrace the moment. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen, behaviors are learned. And if these kids are watching you act act senseless and do senseless things, then what you think they're going to do? You know. So think think about that. Behaviors are learned. You know what, Coach Quick is always chopping it up. He's exactly right. You know. When a young kid gets out here and they learn that behavior, you know, the apple don't fall, fall, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So in that whole thing, as we talk about youth coaches and, and the impact they make, they don't realize what it does to that, to that young individual. Okay. It can scar them, can make them walk away from the game and it can make them say, you know what? I'll never trust a coach as long as I live. So listen, we're going to step away here from our sponsor. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. 
There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. Play to defeat ALS, USBA, Capel Basketball Camp in Fayetteville, North Carolina, September the 17th. 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the campus of Fayetteville State University. Open to all boys and girls, grades 3rd through the 12th. All proceeds go to the Jeff Capel ALS Research Fund at Duke University. Register today at usbahoops.com. Click on camps or call 704-649-6812. The United States Basketball Association Future of the Game Annual Fall Showcase, the number one fall tournament for youth basketball. Over 100 teams are expected to participate October the 28th through the 30th, Marietta, Georgia. Multiple court facilities. Players' writers will be provided by On the Radar Hoops. All teams are welcome to participate. Travel teams, school teams, rec teams. Boys teams, second through the ninth grade. Girls teams, fourth through the ninth grade. MVP awards for each division. Register online at turnthemachine.com forward slash E112102 or call USBA at 678-822-1235 for more information. All right, we're back in. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. And as we start to wrap up the real talk, and as we've been, you know, we talk about the BYU, we talk about youth coaches, but yeah, just, you know, parents, just check yourself, kids, check yourself. You, If you don't want to play the game, don't be out there. It's not a daycare center, and it's not, uh, uh, that. that's not what youth sports are for. You know, it's, a, it's one, it's to develop the uh, student athlete, it's to develop uh, the player uh, to be better and get ready for the next level. And coaches, you know yourself better than anybody. If you can't handle, if you can't stand the heat, don't get in the kitchen. If you can't coach your kid, because there comes a time that, guess what? If Coach Quick was my son, there'd be a certain time that I can coach him, and then there's a time that I got to stop coaching him. Your take, Coach. Hey, I, I agree, Coach Goins. And, and to me, it's about building character. It starts at home, but the coaches are, are an extension of the parents. They're supposed to be able to lead these kids and teach them how to be young men and women one day. And I just appreciate their body of work. But as I said before, behaviors are learned. So make sure you're demonstrating strong character characteristics and building character. You know what? Because there's a time, there's a time and a place for everything. You know, I, I, I've coached. I've coached uh, high school, and I've coached uh, some relatives. I've coached my nephew, of course. I've coached Coach Quick, and I coached my son. But I never coached my son publicly, right, is we would get in and we would work, and then, you know what, our body of work that we worked on away from the field stood to tend, the, the test of time when it got on the field. They went on, of course, uh, my son and those won the state championship when he was at Wilson Memorial High School in baseball. 
But in that, it's what we did away from that. Now, I'm not going to say you're not going to agree with the coaching philosophies because you do, right? But in that, when you go to the game, you're a parent. You're a spectator. Your title is not coach. So, therefore, if you want to do that, you do what you need to do. Go stand on the sidelines. But what we're checking today is we're checking the people's behavior, right? Is Yes, how can just just why do you lose your mind when you go to these ball games and they're kids, right? You're not playing. You're not getting ready to play Coach K. Well, get ready to play uh, Alabama. You're not going down. You're not playing Dabo and the boys from Clemson. You're not going to play uh, Bill Belichick. You're not getting ready to play Mike Tomlin. I don't get it. Why these uh, why these folks peg out so much? And you think about it, how many players that are out there playing youth sports will go on to play at high school? How many will go on to play at the next level? I don't know, but if you coaches ain't if you ain't straight and you ain't got your head in the game, you're gonna cause people number one to, to get off, to get to, to not play. And I know Coach Quick talked about that uh, and by AAU basketball. Uh, that's become a, that's become a just a, a a ring of just a bunch of clowns. You know, you're in there, and if you, if you come up off of your seat and you start walking toward the bench, you need to be ejected. The team needs to be suspended and not play. And somebody says, well, you know what? Because it's all – who who's losing? Ultimately, the kid is. Yes, sir. You know, you, you can't handle the cheering, so guess what? Get up off your seat, move out of the way. So, you know what? I'm going to get off of that soapbox. But listen, folks, next week, that's right, next week, Coach Quick and I will be in the great state of North Carolina. Note, we'll, we'll, we will not be in Chapel Hill, but we'll be south of Chapel Hill. We'll be on the campus of Fayetteville State University. We'll be down doing the show, so we'll be doing the show on the Fayetteville State uh, University campus next weekend, and we'll be down partnering up with our title sponsor, the United States Basketball uh, Association, usbahoops.com, and they'll be down and we'll be on the campus uh, in honor of Coach Jeff Cable, who passed from ALS. So it's the first time, uh, Coach, that we've had to camp since uh, the pandemic. Your thoughts? Hey, I'm looking forward to it, Coach G. It's a great opportunity for the GQ Coaches Show to be there partnered up with USBA Hoops. And I just think it's going to be a great deal in support of Coach Capel and the ALS Foundation. So, I, hey, I'm just looking forward to it, and I'm expecting great, expecting greater. That's right, folks. So we'll be excited. You'll be hearing from us next week. Coach Quick, get us to the locker room. For Coach G, I'm Coach Q, and we'll see you in the locker room. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.